take your current side hustle and turn it into a full-time career? How do you know when is the time to go all in? If you are a locally owned business and looking to grow your revenue and profits this year, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to Main Street Success Stories. I am your host, Jennifer Koch. I believe locally owned businesses are the heartbeats of our communities, and there is no better way to learn best practices, be inspired, and stay motivated than by deep diving into the stories of real world entrepreneurs. Whether you're dreaming of starting your own venture or just looking for a dose of inspiration, you're in the right place. Today's episode, my guest, Corey McGuire, shares how he took his side hustle in real estate, turned it into a full-time career to support a family of six, and then went on to start his own brokerage in an industry where 85 to 90% fail. He shares what he believes are the key elements to making any business journey successful. You will want to tune in and hear how Corey built his business, stayed motivated, and focused is really inspiring. I invite you to sit back and listen and learn from Corey's journey. Hey, Corey, welcome. I really appreciate your time today, and I'm excited to have you on the show. Thanks for having me. So, Corey, I know you are a full-time real estate professional supporting a family of six and also started your own brokerage, and I want to get into the steps it took you to get there. But before we do, take us back to what you did before you started real estate. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I went to Grand Valley State University and uh, emphasized uh, with a degree in hospitality and tourism and worked in hotels. So my original plan was to go into hotel management. Um, I loved it and it was great and it just didn't work out for a variety of reasons, but my background is in the hospitality industry. Um, and then I bounced around a little bit and went to banking, you know, as, as young professionals do. And, you know, if something's not working, we make a, a quick pivot and, um, uh, I was coaching baseball at the same time and banking hours and coaching just do, do not mix well. Uh, so I was like, okay, I really want to coach. What, you know, can I do that will allow me and give me that uh, ability? And, and you know, because I was pretty passionate about coaching and uh, stumbled into real estate. So that's kind of my quick story on, on how I got into it and kind of where I came from and uh, where I'm at now. So I really love the fact that you you relate coaching to real estate, especially as the head of your own brokerage, because you're right. It is a lot of that because you're working with a lot of independent business owners, really. So what, what a great um, analogy and kind of segue into what you did. So how did you find real estate? You stumbled into it, it was like a front, you know, because let's be real. We all know a realtor. Yep. <laughs> There's one on three, every right? block. Yeah, two, <laughs> three, four. And um, so who like, was there somebody that you were watching or all of a sudden you thought, well, you know, I mean, hospitality and real estate kind of align, but what? Yeah. Well, so I didn't fully realize hospitality and real estate aligned at all. And until now, like looking back, it's, it is amazing. It does align. It is great. But um, back then it was more, what career path can I go into that allows me to coach baseball? <laughs> and so I sat down with a mentor of mine at the time and he's like, you know, here are a couple. And uh, he mentioned real estate. And I was like, you know what? Um, I was one of those people that went, you know, couldn't sleep at night. And I was watching hours and hours of HGTV. Um, and my degree when I first went to Grand Valley was actually economics with an emphasis in real estate until I took my first econ class and was like, mm, that's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Econ is not for me. So, um, 
Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I want to explore that. Let me, he put me in touch with someone locally that was opening a, a new company. And um, I sat down with them and was like, you know what? I'm going to give this a shot. It, it kill, you know, it, it meets what I want. I have the flexibility to coach. You know, that's the blessing and curse of real estate is you have the flexibility to, to work different hours and do different things. Um, and so I gave it a shot. That's really fun. And how good for you to take a passion of watching HGTV and turn it into something that makes money. I watch HGTV and it costs me money. So, <laughs> okay. So you started out as real estate. Did you start full time or was it more a side hustle for you when you first started? Yeah. So um, it was an interesting time in our lives. My wife and I had been married for about a year. Um, wanted to start of the family really young and my wife was six months pregnant. Um, when I decided to get into real estate full time. And so, or sorry, to get into real estate. And so it just wasn't really an option for me looking back and kind of being like, you know what, my family comes first, I need to provide, I need money. Uh, real estate's 100%, you know, commission, you don't make any money if you don't sell anything. And that was really nerve wracking to me. So um, I did go back to the hotel. Um, I went back and, and worked part time. And my plan was I'm going to, you know, work part time at the hotel until I felt like I could provide. And sure enough, six months in, I was at a point where I was working real estate while I was at the hotel. And I'm like, well, that's that's a sign, right? That's that's where this is. I got to stop that. That's not good. Um, so I, that's when I took the, the leap and said, hey, I'm putting my my two week notice back into the to the hotel. I'm going to leave and enter real estate full time. And I've uh, been doing real estate full-time ever since. And how many years ago was that? Uh, that was 11 years ago. 11 years. Well, congratulations. Years. Yep. You know, I just saw an interesting statistic that Americans, 49% of Americans have a side hustle. Side hustles are really popular. And I, I think especially in the online world, and there's lots of different ways you can get into a side hustle. And most say it's because they just need that extra income, to, you know, especially with the cost of living. And I feel like in real estate, correct me if I'm wrong, but it tends to be that type of thing where people kind of dip their toe into it, start it as a side hustle. And what does it take? Like, what's take me through a day to day. What does it take for you to get to a point where you're spending more time in real estate than you were in your job? Like, is it mindset? Is it habits? Like, what do you see that will take somebody from a side hustle to a full time? What are those characteristics? So I've been doing this again, 11 years, and I've been, I've done a variety of different roles in the industry. Um, and I can honestly tell you, there is not one set of characteristics that, you know, will take someone there. Um, I have witnessed people come into real estate that I was training as a brand new agent that I'm like, this guy's a rock star. He's going to kill it. And he flounders out after a couple of months. And I've, I've trained people coming in that I'm like, man, uh, this person walked in with their shoe untied and, you know, just not quite there. And they absolutely kill it and they do fantastic. Um, so it is a very interesting um, industry where um, I'll, when I train agents here, I say real estate really is as simple as uh, people and words. It's, it's all about who you know and how many connections you have and you know, getting that trust factor. Real estate is a big trust. These are people making the largest financial transactions of their entire life that you have to have that, that trust factor. And, um, you know, some certain characteristics don't, you don't need that. You just need to have that good quality of a good human being that, you know, you're going to take care of people. And yeah, so it, it's, it's an interesting, and you, and you mentioned, you know, side hustle, um, real estate does lend itself to that very easily. And, and again, we'll see people come in and as a side hustle and then, 
they're like, you know what, this is it. This is for me. And I'm going to take it as a full time. I'm quitting my job and I'm going to go all in on it. And then other people that are like, yeah, no, this is not what I thought it was. This is not HGTV. It actually is hard. And, um, and they do have to step away. And that failure rate is really high. Yeah, it is one of those industries where the statistics are not extremely positive, I guess, if you will. You know, mm-hmm. when you read the statistics, they say 85 to 90% quit. But entrepreneurship in a whole, the statistics can scare us. You know, typical entrepreneurs, the failure rate five years is 50%. And I usually say it's not a failure rate, it's a quit rate. And I think, you know, I love what you said that anybody can get into this and make it their own. And you've yep. seen that, but it really just takes consistency and showing up. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Um, consistency, showing up. Um, the biggest thing for me and what I've witnessed in my career is having mentorship. Um, and I will encourage people to have mentorship in the industry and outside the industry, but specifically in the industry. It is um, an, a unique um, industry where you can't really learn behind a book or a computer. You know, certain industries you can sit down and you'll go through a two week training course, right? I, I tell people they're in a tr- they're in real estate training for two years, um, just because the situations that you come across um, don't come across that often, and you might not do as many transactions and uh, different things. And it is learning, if anything, is repetition and doing things over and over and over. And if you're not getting those opportunities, you know, early on, it it, it takes time and you, you relearn. Like I'll sit down and train somebody, you know, over a purchase agreement, and then they don't get their first deal for three months. I have to retrain them on a purchase agreement, and then they don't get their second one for another three months, right? And so it's just, it's constantly... Um, relearning, but having that mentor there to guide you and support you and, you know, you know, encourage you. Um, it is, it's a sales job. It is. Um, and anything with sales jobs, you have to be self-motivated. And and that is one of the biggest factors that I, um, I, I see in people is that self-motivation, people that can sit down. Um, but you also need to have somebody there that can push you and, and be able to handle that. You know, I love that because I agree. I always say um, owning a business can be the loneliest job in the world. You know, you're out there doing your own thing. And if you don't have the right people in your camp besides your family, you know, my family has been my biggest cheerleader through all my entrepreneurship the last 25 years, but they're not entrepreneurs. So when I can talk about my challenges or issues, they might not get it. So I love how you really push mentorship. Okay, so you decide. Let's go back. You decided to go all in. Your wife's pregnant. I can only <laughs> I can only imagine the look on her face when you said, "Wait, what? You're giving up your uh, medical benefits?" So yep. then you, how long until you decided you wanted to start your own brokerage? Because that's really a big leap. That's a that's a big step. Yeah. So um, entrepreneurship is an in- I have an interesting relationship. So it goes back to high school. In high school, um, I was a part of a program called DECA. I don't know if you're familiar with yeah. that. It's a, it's a marketing program for un- and promoting uh, entrepreneurship. And specifically, um, my now wife, we're high school sweethearts, um, we're on a project together uh, called the EPP, which is the Entrepreneurial Promotion Project. Um, and we did go to states, went down to Dallas, is really or nationals, um, and went down to Dallas. So that was really cool. But um, I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't, it wasn't really, I didn't think it was for me. Um, I, later on, I actually talked to a, a Grand Valley professor and we talked about the psychology of entrepreneurship and, and, and where it stems from in our family and how, uh, I'm your typical 
working class family. My dad worked for GM in the Flint area. Uh, mom worked in the hospital. Like we work, you know, they live paycheck to paycheck and you, you work, you get a paycheck. And that mentality is completely different than entrepreneurship. And so, you know, my mentality just wasn't quite there. When I got into real estate, you know, it wasn't anything that I ever wanted to do. And especially when you talk about my specific journey, um, I was an independent contractor where I was 100% commission. Um, I was a transaction coordinator for our company. I was a buyer specialist, a listing specialist. Um, and then I transitioned into a management and leadership role where I was in charge of compliance training and all those different things. And that's where I got comfortable. I got comfortable with this, you know, I do a job, I get paid. And and I was still, I sold the entire time. So I was, I was always, but I had that little comfortability of um, I am, you know, basically salary plus commission. And, and it wasn't until COVID hit um, that, you know, sitting at home and just the way the world was changing and everything around us, you know, was evolving and uh, you sit at, you know, by yourself and you start to think. And it wasn't until then that I realized, you know what, I, I think that's the next step for me. That's that's what I want. That's what I think I need. And ultimately, I bet on myself. You know, I, I'm I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna bet on myself. I'm gonna create my own brand, my own company, and um and and see where it takes me. And you know, I took that leap, and here we are. I uh, had our three year anniversary last month, and um, looking forward to a lot of progress and a lot of growth. Well, congratulations on an amazing journey and career and launching um, your brokerage. And, you know, all the things that you talk about in our in your past set you up for this. And I think a lot of times that can be true for a lot of people is I always say doors closing is a, is a good thing because it's pointing you in a different direction. It's all part of where God's taken us on our journey of where we're supposed to go. And I love how you were just open to that. You were like through all of these pivots and changes and tasks and the ment like you said, the mentality, there is a lot of pressure in leaving that paycheck and going to the ups and downs of entrepreneurship, but there's so much reward to it too. Yeah. You know, and sometimes the reward's hard to explain to people, the joys, the freedom, the flexibility, that, that pride of just creating your own thing. Yeah. Well, it's, it's uh, interesting. You mentioned the faith piece, because that is a big component for me specifically. Real estate in general is an industry where 75% of our income is created in six months. Um, there are a lot of months that we don't sell stuff or it's slow. January is cold and people don't like to move. And statistically, that's the lowest number of um, you know homes that sell and people that you know don't want to move. So there are times where we have to you know be prepared for that. And um, you know it's just it's it's interesting how the mindset plays into it and how we have to kind of you know fight through that and and have surround ourselves with people. Yeah, I agree. Mindset's a big key component to all entrepreneurship. It really is. And it doesn't matter what level you're at. Even entrepreneurs that have been in the game 25, 30 years still have mindset setbacks or issues oh, yeah. or things they have to overcome. Yeah. So yeah. you created Green Crown. And for and since people are listening to us, Green Crown logo is a pineapple and pineapple represents hospitality. So we're going back to your roots. Yep. So take us through when you decided to bet on yourself and create Green Crown. What did you want Green Crown to represent in our market here in Grand Rapids? Yeah, so it ties back to what we had kind of earlier earlier talked about. Um, I didn't fully realize that my hospitality background benefited me in real estate until I was in the industry, right? Years into it, as I sit down and, and develop relationships with people and 
um, right? The whole goal of the hospitality industry is service um, and it's servant leadership. And, um, you know, it's just one of those things that I just did. You, you just do it. You, you just get used to it. And, you know, and, and sitting down and talking to, to different people in uh, from my college past. And I didn't fully realize it until I was in the thick of it. So um, once I realized that, and once I decided to, to start my own company, I, I realized I wanted to pay tribute to that. And so I knew when I was creating my own company, I wanted some type of... Um, uh, you know, the hospitality industry involved in my name, my logo, whatever. Uh, so it, it kind of started as, yes, the pineapple is the symbol of hospitality and welcoming and, and a big symbol in the hospitality world. And uh, so I wanted to incorporate that, but pineapple realty just was not for me. <laughs> it just was <laughs> something that I, I didn't like. I didn't want that. But the pineapple is something that is, you know, the, the visible symbol of it is something that is known worldwide. I wanted to create a brand that wasn't just Michigan, wasn't just regional. I wanted to create a brand that we could take wherever, anywhere in the world, anywhere. You know, that was kind of my goal when, when coming up with it. And so I started to sit down and I, I started to do some research on the pineapple specifically and where it came from and I read an article or I read a piece that said something along the lines of the pineapple is considered the queen of all fruit given its green crown. And I was like, oh my gosh. There I you go. I love it. So I pitched it to my wife first. She fell in love with it. Uh, I sent it out to about, you know, five to seven of my closest friends. Um, I even did my own little mock-up of kind of what I what I thought it might look like and um, it evolved. It was very, very simple to start. And I, I did hire some help and we got it to where it's at now. And um, we get a lot of uh, compliments on it. We get a lot of compliments on our business cards and our signs. And um, it's something that that we're pretty excited about here. Well, I think it's really classy. And I love the swag that you've created, you know, like your the baseball caps. And now I realize it's because you coached baseball. So that's why <laughs> your baseball caps look so nice. But no, I think it's really sharp. And I love how you really put a lot of long-term vision into that because you have now branched out into Florida, correct? Yes. Yeah. We have a second office uh, in Southwest Florida and Naples. Um, and yeah, my long-term vision is to be in multiple states, multiple areas and uh, be a brand that people recognize all over. Well, good for you. That's really exciting. So one thing I've noticed about the brokerage and the culture that you have created over there is the family oriented. I know, you know, like you said, you and Rebecca are high school sweethearts and you, you guys have a family and that means everything to you. And the events that you guys hold for realtors and their clients, they're always family oriented. You invite the kids in so how important is that to you when you are looking for agents? You know, is there when if someone's out there listening who either wants to start in real estate or maybe wants to make a switch, what would be some key reasons they would want to join you guys over there at Green Crown? Yeah. So the the second piece to Green Crown when we created it, um, besides the name, you know, was what kind of company do we want to be? How do we want to set ourselves apart? Um, and for me, it was um Virtues. It, it was it was creating virtues that I believed I wanted our I wanted our company to focus on. But again, like you said, my I'm, we're a little bit different in the sense of I care more about my agents in their their lives 
right? I care about their spouses and their kids and not just sales. So I wanted to create virtues that I could teach and preach here at the office that not only made them great agents, but made them great human beings, contributors to society. Um, so we created uh, gratitude, fortitude, and charity are our three virtues that we focus on here um, at the office. We talk about them at our meetings and, and we make sure that uh, people know and understand, you know, that's that's a part of us. And then again, it, it makes great real estate agents. It also makes great people um, to try and focus on those virtuous um, aspects of our lives. And I really wanted to create a culture of learning. That's, that's probably bar none, the biggest thing for me. Um, I read an article, this was probably seven, eight, nine years ago. Now, I don't know 100% if this is still true, but in my head, um, it, it said the number one reason people leave a company is for money. Well, of course, right? They, they're going to leave for money. But the second one was culture. Um, you know, it was either a negative culture that they were currently at or the first, you know, one was they wanted to move to a more positive culture where they felt like they could flourish more. So um, that's, you know, those are two big things here. We want to stay competitive in the marketplace for our agents so that they want to stay here a long time. Um, and we want to create a culture where they can thrive. We want a, a culture of learning, one that we can pick each other up, that we can help each other, that, um, you know, if someone's out of town traveling, we can, we can help them. So those are, those are things that we focus on to create a good environment. Well, it's obvious that you are walking the talk because you are true servant leadership, not only to your community, but also to your agents. And that is really commendable. Thank you. Appreciate that. So what does the next year of Green Crown look like for you in your business? Yeah, so we are open to growth. Um, we've, we always have been. Um, you know, that was part of the reason why I created Green Crown was I wanted to create a brand that we could share. I don't want it to be a secret. I want it to, sh to share with other people. And are we the perfect fit for everybody? No. Um, but we love to have conversations with people and sit down and, and talk through what their struggles are and how we might be able to help and see if it's a, a good fit. So we're always looking for more agents and more conversations, uh, both in Grand Rapids and in Florida in our Southwest uh, Florida office. And uh, you know, we just want to be there for people and um, continue to grow. Well, I have no doubt that you will be able to make that happen. You, I really um, see big things for Green Crown in the future. And I really thank you for taking the time just to kind of talk through what life is like for real estate, um, you know, the mindset that comes into it, the side hustle, and how for a lot of people, they have a dream of taking their side hustle, whether it's real estate, whether it's their Etsy business, and turning it into a full-time entrepreneur, you know, career. And you are proof that there's opportunity out there for you. You can do it. It's just a matter of making the decision and, and going for it. You just got to do it. That's it. You you got to pull the trigger and 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 do it. And and you know you can make adjustments and changes, but um, you know it's one of those things in life that you'll never know until you do it. So you got to try it. Exactly. I love it. So one last question for you, just kind of a fun one. If you had a day to do anything, regardless of cost, what would you do? Oh man, a day. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm a big travel buff, love to travel, wish we could travel more with four kids. It's hard. Um, but I love intentional travel. And so I'm probably going to pick some type of educational or pilgrimage or something along those lines. Loved watching Rick Steves growing up. 
um, fall in love with Europe and Italy specifically. Um, so I'm probably going to go immerse myself in some culture that I'm not familiar with or want to know a little bit more about and, and get, you know, go overseas somewhere and, uh, spend a day learning about, you know, another, what else is out there. That's really cool. And if you do, please put it on social so I can see what you learn. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks Corey for your time today. And if somebody would like to learn a little bit more about you and Green Crown, where should I send them? Yeah. So um, greencrowngr.com. They can visit our website. Um, They can email me, Corey, C-O-R-Y at greencrowngr.com. We're on Instagram at greencrowngr. And uh, yeah, we'd love to connect. Awesome. Well, I will make sure I put that in the show notes as well. And once again, thanks for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. One thing I really loved about Corey said is sometimes you just got to do it. You know, all of you out there listening that maybe has a side hustle or maybe you're just kind of holding back a little bit as you're growing your business. Remember, there's a reason you got into entrepreneurship in the first place. And mindset and strategies, all of that does come into play when you want to set out and really grow. But really, at the end of the day, sometimes you just got to jump all in and you just got to do it. My encouragement for you today is find yourself a mentor, find yourself a business coach, and just go for it and see where this business can take you. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that conversation and really find a nugget or two that will help you grow your business. And I want to do a shout out today to a five-star review that we received from Strong Dr. Mom. She says, as a service-based online business owner, I found these stories interesting, useful, and complete with actionable advice. There is a takeaway from each episode, and Jennifer does a great job picking it apart for the listener. Her guests have been relatable, honest, and open about their experiences, both good and bad. Growing their businesses, highly recommend. Thank you, Strong Dr. Mom, for that wonderful review. I really appreciate you taking the time to do that. And if you could do me a favor after listening to this, if you could go on and leave us a review, we would be grateful. If you would like to learn more about Corey and Green Crown Real Estate, please check the show notes below. And if you are a locally owned business and you want more revenue, more profits, and pay yourself more this year, reach out. I have a roadmap to help you become the expert in your industry so that you can start growing your local business and attracting more clients. I would love to have a conversation with you. Until next time, keep building and remember to support your local businesses.